Hey, how's it going? Uh, this is Delance here. This is going to be a special episode of Spit Sessions because it's carrying over from the last one that we posted. If you listen to it, you'll know that we covered um, witchcraft, uh, brujeria, santeria, uh, voodoo, and other forms of uh, religion that people may not be as privy to. Uh, while we did have a guest, we also decided to do some side interviews with black and brown women um, so that we can get information straight from the source because Reggie and I lack the range. So there's that. Um, the reason for this small monologue is because, as you all know, there's a lot going on around us. Uh, there's a lot to be focused on. And Reggie and I actually debated on if we should drop this episode like right now of all times. But we both reached the conclusion that um, people look forward to content of all sorts and it's okay to listen and partake in things that we normally would um, and partake in things that momentarily give us a reprieve from the negative aspects and the things that we have to deal with on a daily basis. So without further ado, um, I would like to get right into it. Um, and I don't know if I can get in trouble for this, but these are their stories. <laughs> you, <laughs> I, I, just, I just hit record. Um, this is a solo interview for the podcast. Um, I would like to say thank you for joining in. I'm not sure if you want to introduce yourself or if you want to go by any nicknames or anything, but however you feel comfortable, however you want to go about it, I'm here to facilitate. Um, but yeah, how you doing? What's going on? I'm good. Uh, thank you for inviting me to speak to you on yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's important. So uh, what you say? Um, I just um, I I don't have a really uh, a name that I really want to go by on this. You can just call me Ellie or Ariel, whichever. Got you. Okay, I'm fucking with that. Um, but yeah, it's no problem inviting you because what we try to do is. When we're talking about something, we when we don't have the range to expound upon it, we like to contact people that do. Um, so I didn't want to necessarily go into this topic, but naked, and you were one of the first people <laughs> that I thought of contacting. So I appreciate um, you lending your time to the cause. So starting from the get go, uh, I sent you links as far as like background information and so on and so forth, where. Uh, concerned regarding old girl. Um, I like how dabbled. you just call her old girl. Old girl, that's her name. Old girl. Yeah, old girl. That's <laughs> her name now. Um, she dabbled in in some things that she might not have dabbled in, and you know, there's a lot of ignorance sometimes regarding how these things work, and there's a lot of um, assumption as well. And I'm not privy to anything revolving around it so i was like oh okay so i i was happy that i sent you what we saw because i didn't know who the who what when where but apparently she got got i was like whoa man so how how serious <laughs> was what she was trying to do and if you want to start from scratch like with any questions i sent you can do that as well but i just wanted to get your genuine thoughts on that before we proceeded well, just to start, I guess, um, my experience, I dabble in what you would call magic with a K at the end. 
Okay. And um, that's essentially witchcraft, I guess, was a little bit of um, voodoo practice because I'm not very familiar with voodoo rituals and the process, or I guess I should say processes that go with it. I try to minimize what I do and specifically for the reason that, you know, what happened to old girl. Um, mm-hmm. um, but magic to me is, it's a presence, it's an energy, it's a unique experience, I think, to each individual who decides to dabble in it, I guess. Um but the the whole idea is is that you're just manipulating this energy around you to manifest um goals that you may wanna uh achieve or um uh, in this case what she tried to do, she tried to get revenge on somebody else. I I don't really know like the full background mm-hmm. story, the gist of it, right. but what I do know is she tried to put some kind of spell on someone in revenge and it didn't turn out well for her um yeah (laughs) that's what it seemed like that's what it seemed like funny enough um this i'm not sure if it's the same thing but this is something that i've talked about before with a uh friend of mine um i had applied for an apartment a while back and he was like, hey, man, you got to believe. I think he was just talking about manifesting certain things. He didn't say any rituals or whatever else. He was like just talking about putting the energy out there in order to like bring certain results that you want to come to fruition uh, into existence. But he did use the word magic. Um, I'm not sure if it's the same thing, but I was like, oh, OK, keep it positive. And, <laughs> and you, as you know, um, I'm one for keeping my gemstones and, and gems in uh, incense and so on and so forth. But, um, are these, uh, components of that or is it something like entirely different? No, actually it's, I mean, it's, it is, um, they are components. If you're talking about the gemstones and the manifestations and putting things out there and getting it back. I mean, it's almost like what Christians would consider prayer, except you're not putting your faith into something and just saying, well, whatever happens, happens. Um, what you're doing is you're putting, you're, you're concentrating into this, this core of yourself that tells you that you can make anything happen. And sometimes you can do it with words and it happens, uh, well, I, I know this is probably going to, like this whole interview is probably going to sound very egotistical or something like that. But, you know, just like with Christians and people who have their own beliefs, I feel like what ha- works for me works. So um, I've I've spoken things into existence, quote unquote. I've um, done certain practices to try to get results from things. Um, I use gemstones. I have my own collection. They all represent certain aspects of my personality that I think um, goes into the entire being of magic. Um, So when you're speaking on like certain rituals or whatever, that's particular to whatever practice you, whether it be Haitian voodoo, um, Cuban uh, or Cuban voodoo, witchcraft, magic, whatever you want to call it, um, 
it they all come with their own components i guess but the yeah. beauty about magic is or at least with what i do is that you can take elements of almost everything and kind of make it your own which is why i respect the practice so much because you can it's it's an individual take on uh spirituality okay got you that's a beautiful thing i like that it's kind of like a customization of your beliefs and what things you want to bring into what it is that you do because i've seen um um you know on the timeline because i have common interests with individuals sometimes and i've seen them do like full moon rituals is what they call them sometimes yes you put, like your positive intentions onto a piece of something either yes actually happening tonight and... yeah because it's the oh, full moon yeah full moon actually starts tonight it goes through the eighth just just a little tidbit there <laughs> oh, okay that's what's up that's what's up so I had um, some questions that you already answered, actually, which is really, really cool. Uh, one of which was, how did you get started um, with these beliefs? Ooh, um, well, that's tough because I, I think this is, this is going to sound really stupid. But it all started with Chris Angel. <laughs> Chris, like the magician? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Oh, so I'm like, okay, just um, like I know it's gonna sound really silly, but no, he okay. did this. He did this trick with the voodoo, a corn, you know, the band corn. They had uh yeah. the doll mm-hmm. on their. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar. Their their signature doll that they have on their cover albums. He had one and he decided to make it into a voodoo doll. And the way in which you make it a certain whatever into a voodoo doll is to take something and you attach it to this doll and it becomes this mini purse or representation of whoever, uh, whoever's object is attached to it. And you can manipulate that doll in any way. And he was burning Mm -hmm. the arms and the legs and the hands of these, of these people and they were claiming to feel it. So I, I attempted it. This is how it all got started. Uh, and scary. <laughs> that's <laughs> where I that's where I first got my real experience with whoa, that actually just fucking happened. And uh-huh. I did one, you know, this is a Christian household, so it's not like something that I did openly. It's not something that I ever right. tried to say out loud, like, Mom, let me or dad, can you take me here? I wanna go buy incense and sage and you know whatever so i didn't really get a chance after that to get into it until i moved out of my house and got independent okay i got you yeah it seems like it seems like when people um get into these things it's either something that is passed down from those that came before them or it's something that they kind of like Mm -hmm. went out of their way to find because especially as black people specifically, there tends to be a leaning towards um, Christianity and being yeah. also superstitious, you know. So, yeah, no, I yeah, can see how that... you would have got your ass beat. <laughs> yeah, they weren't yeah, really, no. like, it was already iffy with Harry Potter and listening to certain music yeah. and wearing certain clothes. So just to go in and say, oh, I'm interested in witchcraft, which is something that I think... <laughs> the interest came from just my lineage. My dad's yeah. side is from Louisiana Creole. So mm-hmm. naturally I felt drawn to the entire culture and that involves voodoo and voodoo rituals, voodoo practices. And that's something that my, even though my dad is from Louisiana, that's something he would never 
try to Touch mess with or, right right because right. that's that's devil's play you know what i mean According so him, yeah yeah so it, you're you're right it's usually something that's passed down and in a way this was passed down just genetically being creole i took a natural interest in the culture found voodoo found that it worked better for me in terms of faith um versus christianity and being in church and you know mm-hmm. that entire i don't know it it's it like I said, it's all individual. Christianity to yeah. me is individual, so it's just not something that I really vibed with. And yeah, I, yeah. I had to keep that to myself. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, for sure, I respect it. Um, cool. So I have my next question, which is, um, I think I know the answer, but what have your personal experiences been like and how do you feel about people that take an interest in what you practice? Is it something that an individual has to be in, inducted into or can they safely do their own research and look into these things? Not at all. You don't have to be inducted. That's what I really like about it is that it's something that you could pick up if it's something you genuinely have an interest in. You can do all the research. You, there's plenty of resources and materials and people out there to talk to in ter- and about getting started in or even just getting basic information and um my own personal experiences doing it i have to say it's been good and bad i mean just like anything it, it comes it has its good and it has its bad um i genuinely believe that i done some things in the past and put certain well i've i've done things in the past no that's that that, um yeah i've i've done good and bad magic and when i say that i've done bad magic um it's worked there's no there's no joking about that so my personal experiences have only reinforced my yeah. practice in it and where I go in terms of what I do, you know, if I want to do good, if I want to do bad, you know, I have to yeah. actually weigh things because I know that there's a consequence to it all. For sure. For sure. Which you can't see me right now, but you know, the gif of the dude who's like at a, at a, at a battle, a rap battle. And he like purses his lips and looks to the side. Like, <laughs> like yeah, he was like, it's worked. I was like, Ooh, I was like, okay, I understand. Yeah. Um, just so like, just leads, oh, I'm sorry. Which is go like, ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was going to just say for like, just for like example, when I was living in Florida, I was miserable and something had transpired to where I reached a breaking point and I screamed like, I just wished all of these horrible things to happen in the city that we were living in because I absolutely couldn't take it anymore i was unhappy i felt like my family was unhappy um and that there was nothing there for us and so in doing that i (laughs) a week later we got hit by a hurricane oh boy okay which destroyed the area made it in uninhabitable and Mm -hmm. we had to come we had to evacuate we where we got placed here in hawaii And so just for like personal experience, it's almost like it's almost like the universe heard me heard what I like my deepest desires. Like they really felt where I was coming from or it felt where I was coming from and got us out of there. Yeah. Ooh. 
that's that's a doozy. <laughs> uh, I mean, but I feel like those things are like, like once you realize the gravity of certain things, it's like okay, I see. You know, like you said, the good and bad. It's like I see how I need to maneuver in order to get what I need to. Because I think everybody ha- with their beliefs, they follow these things because there's something that they get from it. If that makes any sense. So, um, would you consider that like a lesson learned, or would you consider it just like you know what? I know what it is, um, and moving forward, I'm gonna just be more careful with what it is that I do. Type thing. Definitely being careful um, and really uh, paying attention to what I'm manifesting and what I'm putting into, uh, you know, out into the universe or whatever, what energy I'm putting out because um, it comes back to you. It really does. Do you know Hunter Hunter? I don't know if you finished it or not. Yeah. 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 I mean, I f- the manga is uh, postponed, but yeah, I finished the anime. That was oh, okay. So you finished the anime. Okay. So you, yeah. you know, you know, kill, kill, I can't roll my, Elves, Kilowa. I have piercings, mm-hmm. so I can't say the L's. Kilowa. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. Kilowa. He is yeah. his sister. The one that you yes. make a wish to, but it comes back to you yeah. 10 times. That's the exactly. exact, that's that. I think that's a perfect manifest, that's a perfect representation of what it's like when you're performing these things. You can put it out there and you may yeah. get what you want, but it's all going to come back to you tenfold. So whatever you're putting out, you have to make sure that you're fully prepared to accept what's going to come with it. Mm-hmm. You see, and I think you just answered my last question, which was where do you think the lady that ended up passing away's experience might have gone? So, so what I know from her is this wasn't even her, something that she was practicing. You know, this is oh, just something. This is some new shit. This yeah. is just some new shit. And she decided i don't know what her if that was the motivation revenge was the motivation for her even looking into these things but right off the bat i can tell you bad idea the moment you switch off and you decide i'm just going to do some shit just to get back at somebody and make you know to feel better about myself you you're already going in the wrong direction and i don't know so she's she was wiccan she said she was wiccan but she was practicing Haitian voodoo. Right. And with that, you have to really do your research about who you're um, in touch with or who your guide is. Because you do, there are guys that come to you. Um, mm-hmm. And it may be different to everyone how they come, you know, whatever. But like, for example, I may practice or dabble in Haitian or Creole voodoo, but I felt a connection to dragonflies to uh, aphrodite the creek goddess i mean these are all like little figures that have come to me and just said you know there's a message that i have and um this lady i don't know what she did but she got in touch with the wrong guy and Mm -hmm. i don't once she realized who she was in touch with i'm not sure she did her research or at least tried to figure out what could be done to uh erect or correct what you know whatever it was like i I, the whole story to me is mind-boggling it's crazy because she it's just almost random like one day she's here she's doing shit and then she's gone and um 
just just like I, I don't think she knew what she was messing with. I don't think she knew what right. she was getting into, and right, that's right. exactly where I think she went wrong. Exactly, which is a yeah, that's a no no from what I understand. Which is Big, why I was like, he, yeah, he's a he's a uh, he's a guide who is. Uh, I wouldn't want to say a demon or or something, but he's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's uh, what's the word? Not uh, I guess it would be malicious a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. dangerous. Is he's, he's a in at least in in Haitian voodoo, yeah, they don't play that. Like right. you say that name, and they're like, get out, out, okay. out, out, out. out. Yeah, like that de- devil basically. Out, out, out. You're bringing in bad spirits. It's bad spirits. Right. right. Well. You know, if you fuck around with them fuck arounds, then you might potentially fuck around and get smoked. But was that insensitive? I, I hope that wasn't insensitive. Hell but, no, it's not insensitive okay. because right. she, she, like I said, it's when people do these things, they don't take it. Like I know people, they they hear magic and they're like, you know, whatever that that ain't real. But these are also people that don't practice. They've never tried. I mean, I, I've you can do anything you can even like a Ouija board is something close to witchcraft and if you've ever used a Ouija board um you would know how serious it can be and and the people that you're getting in touch with I mean I've I had a spirit throw a wallet at me that I had lost from like Yeah. yeah weeks so like you don't know who you're getting in contact with when you open yourself up to the, this this outer realm that you don't yeah. see you're you can put yourself out there but you're not gonna you're not gonna know what you're receiving until they're there and by that time it may be too late which is what i think happened with this this gotcha. woman exactly so let that be i mean i feel like for most of us people don't need warnings but i mean at least the people that listen to this but for those of you that are hearing this, let this be, um, I mean, you know what it is. Like, I don't, I, f- I don't feel like I need to say it. Like people listening to this are probably like these crazy ass people talking about magic <laughs> like, and shit. No. I feel like, I feel like most of them know what's up because we've got, we got some wild ass people that they can listen to Reggie and I like by ourselves. They should be down with the knowledge being kicked right now. But I do want to say, I want to thank you. Um, for sliding by kicking knowledge and actually sharing what it is that you do and what you believe in with us. And I feel like you've given us uh, a lot of good information to move forward with. So, I appreciate it. I love talking this stuff. Thank you. Yeah, it's lit. We're going to play some dead by daylight later. I'm all, right. all right. <laughs> all right. I'm going to stop. Here. All right. We are recording. Hello. Hello. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's hot <laughs> on my end. Don't know how it is on your end. It's pretty toasty. Okay. I mean, it's getting there. It's probably like in the fifties right now, which isn't too bad, but you know, it's coming together. It's about that season. Um, so uh it's a pleasure to have you. If you want to introduce yourself, you can do that right now. I'm if you don't, you don't have to. Oh, I'm sorry, I cut you off. You're good. Oh, snap. You dropped the government. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know it was going down like that. That's what's up. Um, so as you already know, I'm reaching out because one of the topics for the podcast is going to be about um alternative beliefs and whatnot. And it also came from the 
lady who ended up getting got by doing random thing you just start giggling immediately <laughs> like um just doing doing things and dabbling in things that she had no experience with so you know we did what we could to reach out to people that uh practice certain things and um kind of know what they're talking about as far as their own beliefs are concerned and you happen to be one of the people that volunteered to to do this i appreciate you thank you yeah of course it was very interesting it's something that piques my interest more especially with this whole situation exactly exactly so i have a few questions um uh the first would be if 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 anything makes you feel uncomfortable you know because it's going on the podcast you can just say i plead the fifth or uh none of your business or anything don't feel obligated to answer anything but um the first question that i have is uh what do you practice so for me, it's not necessarily just one specific thing. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people practice different things that strictly voodoo or as people like to say, oh, like bruja, which there's also like words that it goes back and forth between a male and female. But mm-hmm. a lot of people think it's just one specific thing when they're different. Like, okay. um my sister, she considers herself a green witch. So she deals a lot with holistic approaches to things and tries to be chill. On my mm-hmm. end, I don't necessarily give myself one specific title or anything like that. Since I was younger, I've always practiced things more so towards good karma intentions, nothing bad, not trying to do anything crazy like the woman we mm-hmm. were talking about. <laughs> but Yeah. I've definitely had times where I've felt that way, but the thing is, is you should not practice anything with ill intentions because, like yeah. you see, it can come back and bite you. So yeah, yeah, that's that's what we've learned from that, and um, from the interview that I did earlier uh, with a friend of mine, Ari, she described her beliefs as a uh, magic with a K and she said something along the same lines at which was she takes certain things and she does them. Um, she implements different things into her beliefs. And uh, she also was on the same page as far as trying to do things with positive intent and just being careful about what you manifest and what energy you put out there because it comes back to you tenfold, which is a quote from her. So that was really, really good to know. For sure, for sure. Um, How did you end up getting started? Was it something that kind of was passed down to you or did you just have an interest in it and do your own research? Well, it was a little bit of both. I do Mm -hmm. have some family members that they wouldn't necessarily consider themselves to be witches or anything like that, but they do a lot of holistic approaches to things. I used to watch my great grandmother always make her quote unquote medicines out of random stuff. And somehow mm-hmm. it worked. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. But then also, this is going to sound so cheesy, but from mm-hmm. movies, because I'm a big spooky fanatic, horror freak, all <laughs> that. Like, yeah. anyone that knows me knows that's my life. That's my whole match at everything there. But right. one of my favorite movies, actually, when I was younger, is called Practical Magic. I don't know if you've ever seen that or not. But, no, no, I'm not familiar with that one. I do remember uh, uh, what was the name of the movie with the three white girls and the one black girl, and uh, the black girl got called a negroid. You know what I'm talking about? The witches? They was like witches in high school. 
It's the only movie I've heard the word Negroid used in. Yes. Boom. Yes. Negroid. Boom. Yeah. That, I'm sorry. Also, that was also a huge big influence, too. I would definitely give props to that movie. Those are okay. two movies that I was watching them. And I guess like the way my parents explained it to me when I kind of randomly brought it up to them was, oh, you have a taking for it, not just because it, oh, you like the cinematic approach and all that. It's something that you probably have a gift for. Little did I know that like other people in the family have similar things because my family's not mm-hmm. big on telling everybody those kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. watching the movie Practical Magic, it's crazy because she does all this stuff in the beginning talking about how she's trying to fall in love with this boy and her sister's like, oh, but you're going to get hurt because of this family curse. And she's like, no, because I made up a boy who isn't real. And then turns out the boy's real. And oh, wow. Yeah, then long story short, like the family breaks the curse kind of thing. But okay. watching that and how they worked with different types of things in their greenhouse and random herbs and all of these things, it really yeah. made me feel like, oh, I want to do that. Like that seems fun. But then once I realized okay. it was fun, it was actually something that I could do, that it wasn't just I was playing around anymore. Because right. there were certain times where, like I said, I would watch my great grandma like make her medicines and things, and I would mm-hmm. look up like the research area. I'd look up stuff on the internet or read random books on the library and everything about certain herbs, plants, like things that are helpful to you, and I'd put them mm-hmm. together, thinking like, "Oh, try it." My siblings were stupid and crazy and listened to me and would try it, and then <laughs> lo and behold, like certain things would work, and I was like, "Wow." Yeah. This is actually something. Uh, this isn't me just like uh, fucking around. <laughs> for all of those listening, these are just typical. I like how as an older sibling, like things just across the board end up working. Like you were trying brews and tonics and stuff on your siblings and I was just doing wrestling moves by convincing them like, "Hey, no, nah, it ain't gonna hurt. We good." But this oh, is no, like an older sibling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's just like an older sibling privilege. It's just like, "No, no, no, hold still." I'm putting them in the sharpshooter and shit. They're like, wait, ah. I'm like, nah, 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 stop. Shh. Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. With V triggers, they're going on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So um, my next question is, what have your personal experiences been like? And how do you feel about people that take an interest in what you practice? A lot of my personal, like, things that have happened to me personally, I would say, Like I said earlier, I don't do anything that's going to be, like, bad or nothing like that. I would say they've had a lot of positive things happen. Mm -hmm. One of my big things that I like to do, and I try to tell others to do it, this isn't just necessarily some sort of, like, witchy practice, is to write things down that they want in life and use that, like, towards their manifestations. Like, for example, tonight, um, in about an hour or so, my little sisters, they want to join me in on a quote-unquote little ritual because it's a full moon it's a full moon yeah that's what i found out uh when i was talking to my friend uh ari who was in the other interview i was like yeah certain people write things down and either burn them or let them go and she was like yes tonight actually it mm-hmm. is going to happen so that's kind of cool that i'm getting this um recording in right now and that's kind of cute that you partake in this like with your family that's a beautiful thing because i know sometimes family members can be kind of uh against um, or these things or superstitious about these things especially oh, in like definitely. black households and stuff you know how can, how that can go yeah and like I've told you like I have 
of various cultural backgrounds especially because both my parents are mixed with different things mm-hmm. like on my dad's side like my grandpa's side they'd probably be like yo what the hell like that's like, the devil's what the fuck? Cause that's really how they were. I would be drawn on my hand. You let her do this devil stuff on her. It's like, oh hell no, get that out of here. Exactly. Not in my house. Yeah, my no, mom's side for of sure. the family. No, they're actually the ones who I didn't know that this wasn't just a traditional thing. It's a lot of other people do it too, but I'd only yeah. seen it with my family at first, where we do like we write it down on a paper on New Year's Eve, the stroke of midnight, mm-hmm. we put it in the fire, and then that's like you are doing two different things. Something you want to release that you don't want in your life kind of anymore, like negativity and then some positive things you're trying to bring in exactly exactly similar to what we'll be doing tonight as well but my little sisters they usually like they're interested but it's not something that they would say is their gifts kind of thing or anything like that they just will randomly tell people oh yeah my sister does that witchy stuff (laughs) oh yeah it's so cool because everyone all of a sudden is so into it exactly i've seen especially online like a lot of people getting into uh, alternative beliefs and trying different things out and it's really nice to me getting a chance to see people kind of stray away from what they were I almost used the word indoctrinated into but that's not what I want to say um, kind of what they were told in developing opinions of their own that is really cool to me um, my next question uh, oh yeah that's the last one uh, where do you think the lady that ended up passing away's experience might have gone awry do you just you <laughs> what it's okay. funny because i was actually talking to my mom about this earlier because she was like oh so what are you gonna be recording with your friend and i like kind of right. gave her the gist of it and she was uh-huh. like sounds about white but <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah yeah i mean, I mean mm-hmm. yeah i mean hey it's a thing because it's true though like definitely i would say when i ride because for one you're trying to summon up an ancient like spirit ancestor that has nothing to do with you absolutely mm-hmm. nothing like right. your family your people was oppressors to towards these people that you're trying to like bring up like no why would you even right. like think good things are going to come from that and exactly. then on top of it it went like arrive before she even started anything because for one you're trying to do ill towards a black woman who mm-hmm. probably didn't really do shit to you and you just don't like her for whatever reason and like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. something bad may have happened you fell out but that right there like you already had the intention that you wanted something bad to happen and yeah. i won't lie i've like before been like man hope they die but like do you really mean it like <laughs> and yes yeah or, like, the intent behind it exactly. is, is the context yes and like exactly. i've told people before i straight up don't wish anything good for you and like I've meant it before, but I also know that's because I had pure intentions at one point, and then you cross the line, and now exactly. like you know what, whatever happens to you, that's gonna happen, because right. karma is very real, and it'll come it back is. and bite you in the ass, or good things will come from karma. It's yeah. however you play about it. But like I said, something no. had to have happened before where she decided, like I'm gonna try to do this, thinking it was gonna work in her favor, when really no, like not at yeah, all. Yeah, nah. That is some real caring shit to do though, to just feel entitled to the point where it's just like, you know what, I'm gonna take this uh belief in this religion that has nothing to do with me, and I'ma summon these entities and I'ma do this and I'ma do that. And that's just how it's gonna roll because I'm me. Why wouldn't they exactly. do what I need them to do? That's I'm like uh, exactly what my mom said. Because even it's like like I brought it up to her 
and she yeah. was like um she was laughing because she's like oh does he know like you're mixed with all these different things and i was like yeah like i told him and yeah she said that lady is dumb because for one y'all don't have ancestors like okay sure you do like your people from your past and you call them your ancestors from yeah. your family she's like but that completely different it's yeah totally different a lot of the times even my mom like has brought up to me before when talking to me about these things the salem witch trials like all that stuff mm-hmm. a lot of the times they're gonna tell you not the full story and mm-hmm. lo and behold like of course a lot of the women that were involved with those things actually weren't just white women like it was right. just they're finding other excuses too to like right, whatever right. and yeah. This girl probably saw something. She over here thinking, oh, I'm going to do some hoodoo voodoo. Like, it's nothing. Right. And then she watched a movie real quick, read up something, and then was like, oh, that'll work. Like, no, it, yeah. it doesn't. It does not work yeah. that way. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it definitely sounds like the Starbucks experience, because I worked there for about six months, but like magnified to a, to a degree it's just like hey make this again i'm gonna do this i want this and i'm not trying to generalize but when people feel um like they have a right to certain things um and they don't respect either individuals or entities or the process with which you have to go into things uh, sometimes i mean it's a shame stuff had to play out that way if that is actually the way it ended up playing out and no stuff ended up happening but it's i think i ended the other recording like this i was like it's a lesson learned like to anybody listening i feel like y'all know better but if you don't know better now you should know better just don't you know what i'm saying be careful out here don't do that but in any case um i'm happy we we got this uh to work and i'm happy that you were so cool with sliding over and sharing your information with me uh if there's anything you would like to plug you can do so right now. No pressure, but right now. Whoever, right now. y'all can go ahead and follow me on my social media handles <laughs> or just the same at Kadia Alexander. So C-A-D-I-A, then Alexander. No pressure mm-hmm. to follow me, though. Only if you want to. Mm-hmm. No pressure, no pressure. I stuff sometimes, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all, I mean, look, <laughs> listen. We all do. It's okay. But for sure. Uh, <laughs> oh, the bidet tweet. I, I feel like you can... You did. I appreciate you. I'm so happy. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. A bidet can be used as a water fountain if you believe. You, you just got to think outside the box. If you want to, you can do anything. But we out. That's it. All right. Cool. Hello. What's Hello. going on? You doing all right? Yep. How are you? I'm okay. It's lit. Um. So <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. This is cool. So as you know, um, I'm doing this for the podcast. I've had... uh a few conversations with other people that do certain things. Um, just a general discussion, mm-hmm. you know, keeping it lighthearted, keeping it super chill. But I, for one, am super excited about this. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm really excited too. I'm actually glad that you, I don't I think this is fun to be honest. Yeah, no, exactly. So if you want to introduce yourself, um, you know, let people know what's up, who they talking to, who they listening to. Uh, that's perfectly fine. Sure. Yeah, well, my name's Andrea, uh, and I... Confirmed, it is. Yes, it is. Um, (laughs) I'm actually trying to remember how we met. Oh, shoot. Yeah, it was definitely definitely, um, via Twitter. I think we just ended up 
It was through Twitter. And then I think you used to work on the same street where I used to go to school in college. Yeah, I think so. I think that makes actual sense. And then when we actually kicked it, uh, I discovered that you don't like uh, corn tortillas. That was real wild. I was like, what the hell? Like, that's like in the central part of the taco that that threw me back i was like i don't understand what's happening right now he was like no 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 the meat is cool i was like yo this is really wild but even through all the hardships like i still like you as an individual so i think that that says a lot that scared the shit out of me (laughs) oh that was terrifying i just jumped a little bit but yeah no it's okay because usually you know somebody don't like corn tortillas that's a that's a done deal but uh it's all good I'm not a tortilla fan in general. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah. But um, you initially came up or came up in mind when um, I wanted to talk about this because I know you and I have had some small discussions like Mm -hmm. before. I think they were based around like, you know, certain candles and what they mean and whatever else. Uh, So I was like, damn, but it's a lot going on during the uh, lockdown and the quarantine so i might have like dropped the ball initially with reaching out but i'm happy i ended up catching you eventually though so i have a few questions and we can just chit chat in between you let me know how you feeling what's going on um but what uh is your background um when it comes to what you practice um so i'm of mexican descent Mm -hmm. um so i've practiced a little bit of things more centered in brujería, mm-hmm. um, which is sometimes I think confused or I, it gets a little bit conjoined with santería. Um, okay. They are two different practices. Um, okay. I do like candle work. I do like working with crystals. Um, and I really love working with a, like cleansings with smoke. Okay. Nice. Nice. So you mentioned that there are differences between uh, Burujeria and Santeria. I think one of the differences that I can think of um, is the origin. Uh, I know, well, to my knowledge, Santeria tends to be more of a, um, let me see, is it a island, like West Indian? Uh, yeah, nature? I believe it's, it's more um, like a, you know, I think it might be more Cuban. Yeah, that makes way more sense because I believe um, voodoo and such is definitely of the West Indian um, nature. And there is a Latinx um, feel to Santeria, to my knowledge. And the people that I've seen who dabble in that do happen to be like Cuban or Puerto Rican or so on and so forth. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, But being of Mexican descent was... Um, starting to practice this was it something that you got into uh, through family or was it something that you had to go out of your way on your own to look into it so when I was a child we used to visit my mom's side of the family in Mexico um, and they were living in a my mom's aunt was living in a small state called Lerma Mm -hmm. Um, and so she was practicing brujería but you know, at that time I was about 10, 11 years old. I didn't really know what that was. I just know she had a lot of cool things in her house. Right. Um, but my mom has always kind of strayed away from that stuff. She doesn't think that you should deal, you know, with, with kind of the dark arts. You, you can mm-hmm. open up a can of worms that you don't want to. Right. So to my mom, 
it like I couldn't ask her because she wouldn't want to get into that. Just don't talk about that stuff. Don't bring that stuff into the house. Mm, um, I see. And so then as a teenager, I think I struggled a lot with identity and what makes someone good and what makes someone, you know, intrinsically bad. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know where I stood in terms of my religious beliefs because, uh, you know, Catholic beliefs, Catholicism is so deeply ingrained in, in the Mexican people. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not a Mexican religion. Right. right. It, it, it's a religion that was colonized into indigenous Mexican people. Mm-hmm. So that didn't really sit well with me. I couldn't really identify with a lot of those teachings and kind of this this blind following that a lot of Mexicans still have in Catholicism seemed mm-hmm. more, you know, like not to offend, but more of a brainwashing to me mm-hmm. than, right. than an actual belief or something that was actually you felt inspired by. I didn't feel inspired by. Exactly. And, you know. That's really interesting that you mentioned that because uh, in the black community, we also have um, the same thing going going on sometimes where, you know, people that are pro-black or people that have certain beliefs often try to get away from Christianity mm-hmm. because they do feel like it was um, a colonizing uh, aspect of religion. Like it was used to, this, this conversation is good, um, it was used to reinforce slavery or to brainwash or to keep people in line and so on and so forth. So I just want to say that I think it's cool that you have other, um, I, I use the term alternative beliefs because it's, it's getting away from like the mainstream things like either Catholicism or Christianity or, you know, so on and so forth. But, um, they seem a little bit more obscure, but I think it's really cool that you have something that you can do that is more so connected to your, lineage or what you identify as uh ethnically and that's really cool so that's really exciting to hear um so kind of like especially in your teenage years like starting to kind of figure out who you are as a person what it is that you want to practice and where you want to do things did you start reaching out to um your aunt or those or was it like a self-studying method of doing things it was definitely a self-studying just because um by that time we were no longer as close to my mom's side of the family i didn't really have any kind of familial connection with these people anymore um Mm -hmm. but that image just always stuck in my mind you know even like as a little girl you know around halloween time you're just caught up in like the hocus pocus of everything and every single this is so funny but every single year as a kid i dressed up as a witch like, mm. and my mom would ask me every single year if I never, if, you know, wanted to be anything different. And I just did not because I truly thought that watching all the Disney movies, something, something magical would happen to me and I'd become a real witch. Uh-huh. Um, and so by the time I was in my teen years, I didn't really have a way of connecting with these people. Um, the only resources I would have had available to me at that time, you know, would have just been like books. Um, and so I did a lot of reading on different you know, I, I went through I went through the the studying of many cultures, many religions, trying to kind of find what it was that really resonated with me. Um, and I think it was a when I first got into college, my early college years, I really started narrowing in on uh, studying Aztec culture because I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm reading through these different religions, and I'm just I don't think I'm really getting the root of it. Mm-hmm. 
um, and everything is kind of, you know, all these religions at, at some point in time seem interwoven with one another or one religion took ideas from another. And I'm like, well, wh- where does this all narrow down to? Like, how am I going to get to the root of this? And, you know, so I, I turned my focus on, all right, let's not look at the religious aspects. Let's just look at the cultural. Right. And so if, if you know, if the Mexican people, let's look at pre-Columbian era, let's look at pre-Hispanic era. Where did Mexican, where did they originate? Where are these origins? And so I started studying um, a lot on Aztec culture, a lot on Aztec deities. And it just really resonated with me that at that time, you know, the Aztecs have, I think, over 200 gods. Wow. Okay. And I don't, you know, I think it's safe to say that at that time, the Aztecs weren't really concerned with with um, labeling themselves to any religion because it, that's not what it was about. They were living off the land. And so the land was to be respected. You know, like I... I tell my friends often, like, you can't really fuck with natural order. Right. You know, we are of the earth. It was here before us. It'll be here after us. Yeah. So their practices were mainly around, you know, here are the sun gods. These are the gods of the land. And we thank Mother Earth and the gods of the water and, and you know, just offering themselves. Mm-hmm. They, they would do a, a lot of, you know, offers, food offers, um, sacrifices, because they their faith lied in giving themselves to the earth and respecting it and hoping that the earth would care for them. Right. Right. This is kind of in line with one of the uh, individuals that I spoke to. I believe it was Acadia. I think she described herself as a uh, green witch and it sounded like a good portion of the things that she would be into, um, whether it be remedies or beliefs or things that were woven into her practice that scared the shit out of me her practices okay. <laughs> it's okay revolved it revolved around um you know things that come from the earth whether it be certain herbs or the way you go about respecting certain things and, and not even dipping into like karmic nature and uh how you go about doing certain practices and doing certain things so i think that's a good foundation to kind of start with and um, hold on, give me a second. I'm looking, mm-hmm. and um, no, that makes that makes perfect sense because that kind of lines up with a lot of other um, beliefs that I've I've come across. It's not the first time you've heard someone going like, "Listen, you respect the earth, you respect the things around you. These things have energy. These things have spirits. Um, it's it's a common trope that you see used for Native Americans in movies and books and so on and so forth. So it makes sense that it had to come from somewhere. Yeah. I I think the reason that that really, um, I think resonates with me and I find more meaning in that rather than, you know, is what I'm doing good is what I'm doing bad Mm -hmm. is that having struggled with, with what makes me good, what makes me bad, how does that differentiate me from other good and bad people is that you can't really um, like expect others to abide by your morals because there's no book. There's no one all around standard for this. Right. So when I in high school, when I was doing a little bit more reading, um, I, I came across, you know, Anton LaVey's theories and his idea with like, well, everything that that, you know, the Christian or the Catholic Church is telling you is evil 
is evil by their standards. Right. And the things that they tell you that the devil tempts you into are things that actually bring you pleasure. And that's right. what those religions are about. And I think likewise, um, so in, in Mexico, on the first the first Friday of every March, there is a uh, there's a ceremony for witches, you know, I guess like white witches and, 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 and black witches, like the good and the bad. There's a ceremony where they all come together and they, they hold like this giant mass um, in a small town in Veracruz. And they give offerings to the earth and they ask, you know, that that evil be released from their souls and likewise the black the black witches hold um a dark mass to reaffirm their 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 beliefs in evil or what what people consider to be evil um and there's so i mean this this ceremony brings in like five thousand people from all over every year wow okay so it's like when you know there there's been interviews with some of these sorcerers um and what one sorcerer said, okay, well, why do people believe that sorcery is bad? Well, because when they come to see the sorcerer, they ask for bad things. Right, right. You know, that's a really good uh, topic because I'm of the belief that, you know, how do I how do I phrase this in a way? Uh, when it comes to things that are good and things that are evil, I guess you were right. Uh, because someone's standards are also different, but I'm of the belief that as long as you aren't hurting anyone, you know, or bringing harm to anyone, then what is the evil in it? And I know that's a whole discussion that can potentially be had, but I've read and listened to stories about people's interactions with um, Brujeria, and I've seen things on both sides of things i've seen situations where individuals have come and been upset with their sister and asked that curses be put on and whatever else but i've also seen situations where you know someone's mother was sick it seems like they were comatose and couldn't walk and they called someone in who was able to pinpoint what it was and how to fix it so i can see how these things differ from person to person Mm -hmm. and how they can be used recklessly or to aid, I guess it just depends. Um, one thing that you said that uh, that interested me was you mentioned uh, white witches and black witches. Um, it using the belief that you know people like what is bad. I would like to ask like what the difference is between them. Like because I don't think black witches would necessarily like inherently mean that they're bad people mm-hmm. or evil. They just might have a knowledge of things that might be deemed bad according to most people's cultures but this is me just assuming so i want to ask before um making an assumption yeah um there's a lot of controversy surrounding exactly what what kind of i guess witchcraft is acceptable and what's considered non-acceptable um so i think in regards to white witches you're focusing more on the light of things on the healing aspects um, prosperity, abundance, and when you're focusing more on black magic, you're dealing with a lot more, you know, symbolism in regard to you've got, you know, the devil and your pentagrams and right your spells, which which can do more harm than good, you know. In regards to uh, a very very popular, I think in 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 Mexico is um, 
people wishing addiction on one another. Oh, um, okay. Especially, you know, in more in in communities that see more poverty poverty than anything else, and where people are more susceptible to falling into addiction. Wow. Okay. Um, and so that you know, very popular spell that people go and ask shamans for are make so and so an alcoholic or a drug addict and, and, you know, kind of ruin their life in that sense, or I wish disease upon this person. Um, and no sacrifices are also very controversial animal sacrifices, particularly there's, you know, certain brujos, certain sorcerers who don't necessarily like, they don't believe in those aspects. Um, and they kind of think, you know, that if, if life, if blood is spilled, um, that's moving away from, from, the healing properties of magic mm-hmm. kind of, okay. you know, define the purpose and, and worshiping false gods in a sense and not necessarily resonating with respecting the earth. Right. Right. If you're killing things then it may not be deemed as respecting the earth. I can, I can see how that would line up with those beliefs. Um, wow. Okay. I got that. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm, talking real slowly but this is a lot of new information and i'm kind of like super excited and impressed at the same time because this is like all new to me but that's really crazy um and it's wild to see how you know in that situation how something such as addiction which is an everyday thing that people deal with come into play and it's like more of a modern aspect of what people assume happens because when you see movies and when you see stories or read stories and whatever else you see more how do i say um exaggerated results of negative things done via witchcraft or magic but something as simple as saying like you know i want this person to be a crackhead like i didn't even believe something like that this like it seems way more simple than what we're used to seeing if that makes sense any sense um which leads me to ask what are some of the main misconceptions that come along with uh how people see the people that practice what you practice or practice what you're familiar with like what are some of the things that you come across that makes you make you just shake your head and go like what like what are you talking about you stupid yeah, so I think kind of really narrowing in on the cultural aspect of it. Um, again, like I said, so much of, of Catholicism is ingrained. So much of its history is now ingrained in modern day, you know, Mexican society. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know just me personally, you know, my, my social circle is primarily um, Mexicans. They just are. They're, they're Mexican friends, Mexican family members who... I, you know, in my opinion, kind of blindly follow these Catholic beliefs. Mm-hmm. And so their their concept of, you know, doing brujeria is one that it's very outdated. Mm-hmm. It's very outdated. And this is more, you know, for your, you know, your your local senora working at a botanica, just speaking babble, really. There's, there's nothing behind it. And if you just have your faith in God, um, even when you're going through hard times, God will resolve everything. So I think a big a big misconception is that it's one, outdated. Two, defies the word of God. Um, and just three, that, you know, any kind of 
meddling in spells or what have you, that you're always going to open up some kind of bad unknown. Mm-hmm. Like your intentions might be good, but this isn't the faith that we follow. And now you went and did the spell and, you know, you've cursed your whole family or you've brought bad onto you. You've brought poverty onto you or addiction onto you or bad health onto you and your loved ones. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. there's just an overall ignorance as to what the what the point of it is and also what the outcome of, of practicing of it is. Right. In a way, this is not to simplify it too much, but I think a general rule when it comes to what's good and what's bad is how something is used. Um, you know, it's not what you do is what you do with what you have. Right. Uh, so that's, that's really interesting. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, so practicing, brujeria, uh, what have your personal experiences been like and um how do you feel about people that take an interest in what you practice is it something similar to other religions where well i think you answered this question already but i've spoken to people that practice um voodoo or certain strains Mm -hmm. of that and they made mention of how certain entities or have to call out to you or you need to be inducted into uh the practice but how would you pretty much what would you say to people who are like you know i'm interested in this like i would like to get into this and also what are the things that your eyes have been open to after getting into it and doing these things i think for me personally it's definitely been beneficial i i really think once i you know in my own life i think i can be a bit of a control freak um and i definitely like to have final say in decisions And so for me to kind of grow to a place where I'm comfortable just, I guess, submitting myself to the earth, you know, to nature and letting go and knowing that if my intentions are pure and if I respect the world that gave life to me, good is going to come onto me. And I, I would say that's brought me peace like nothing else has after so much internal struggle and so much looking for where I fit in. And, um, you know, what resonates with me spiritually, mentally, physically. So I definitely feel a a relief in having found this. I feel, you know, a relief after doing a ritual, kind of just just an ease overall Mm -hmm. in in all aspects of my being. But, you, you know, going on to people who are interested in, in doing this, I would say that you don't necessarily have to follow this practice to respect the earth, to respect your surroundings, to have self-love. But when you're really narrowing in on specific practices, on specific rituals, um, you know, I found the the like the articles and stuff that you sent me yesterday to be really interesting. Mm, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna touch on that next as well. Because I also have a personal belief that these things are very much cultural and they should be respected within that culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they, they say that things like trauma can, can be inherited through bloodlines. Um, and I think in regards to, to spirituality, that's also very much true. Like, I really think that there's, to some degree, some kind of ancestral, um, influence. Yes. And I think when we stray too much into practices that, that in a sense don't belong to us or, 
or practices that we don't belong to, I guess is a better way of saying it. I really think that's when you start to venture into territory that might not be safe Mm -hmm. um, or necessarily wise for someone who whose maybe background doesn't correlate with what they're what they're getting into. Right. Right. Uh, That's been the same consensus among everybody that I've spoken to regarding that. And it's been fun um, sending the the reference material to everybody so we can all be on the same page uh but regarding old girl who did what she did apparently uh where do you think uh, you might have answered this already but where do you think her experience went awry uh was it the this is going to be interesting do you think there was a certain entitlement that she felt due to her background and who she was where she was like yeah i'm gonna make it work like i can just do what i want which (laughs) might be why she dabbled in it um or do you think there were just other things going on that kind of led to her getting got per se you know maybe yes and no i -hmm. think right now it's really interesting we're living in an era where old meets new and so with access to the internet it's in a sense like everything belongs to everybody. Um, and so these old practices that were something that, you know, were done in the home or within a cultural community are now available for everyone to see, everyone to research, everyone to try. Mm-hmm. And you're living in an era where like the, you know, in a sense, it's to say like the consumer becomes the expert. Right. And I think when, when, you're living online. Everyone's an internet witch. Everyone thinks they can be an internet witch, you know, for the clout, for the aesthetic, for whatever their reasoning is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in the case of this of this girl, I, I tried to do a little bit more research after, after you sent me the sources as well. Yes. Um, I did my own little Googling and there had been, I guess, they said that she was kind of trying to conduct spells against her ex-girlfriend, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not sure if that was the case. Uh, that correlates with what I've seen as well. Uh, okay. I just didn't, like, I've seen people say it, but I didn't see, you know, it's kind of hard looking for the information, but what, that's not the first time I've heard that. So that, that kind of lines up. Rings up. Might have happened. True or yeah. what have you. Um, right. Right. So now when you're dealing with a girl who is obviously inexperienced in whatever ritual she's trying to do has no ancestral lineage in whatever ritual she's trying to do and not only that but is trying to her intentions are not pure Mm -hmm. her intentions are to use these rituals to bring harm to another yeah so i mean this isn't like your you know this isn't your your ritual of i'm i'm lighting a candle for inner peace or for intelligence or creativity this is my intentions are to set out to do this against this person. And I'm going to call upon these very powerful forces to help me do so. Right. Well, what right, what right do you have? Mm-hmm. And what, what, what these forces who have been around, you know, much longer than you have been. Why, why do you think that they belong to you? Mm. And that they, and that your intentions are going to be respected. Because now look what happens. You have someone who's very inexperienced, 
who thinks this is funny or entertaining or amusing or just a way to kill time or, or, or let aggression out. And you can't, if you don't know how to set those intentions correctly, they're going to come back and bite you in the ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've been told consistently when talking about this topic is that when you do what you do, you have to make sure you do it right. And you make sure you have to make sure you're going in for the right reason, because if you do something the wrong way or if you're doing the wrong thing, it will come back to you tenfold. Um, and that's just I think that's that's just the way of the world, not only yeah. when it comes to like what you practice and what you do, but like in general, you know, you just have to. I don't know where my beliefs line up, but you just have to move correctly in order to receive the correct movement yourself, if that makes any sense, yeah. you know? Um, and I've enjoyed seeing how just those ways of thinking tie in so closely to uh, the practices that people have. Simple things such as putting, they say, put good energy out there, um, mm. you know, think positively. Uh, those line up with manifesting the things that you want in your personal life. Like I do my thing with incense and, and, and gems and uh, you know, when I move into an apartment and whatever else I'll probably burn Palo Santo or like Sage and stuff like that. But those are just things that you do because it's, you know, you talk to people and they're like, yeah, why not? You know, just go in with a, with a positive set of mind. Right. Why not? Um, but the more I've, dove into these talks and looked into things myself uh, across all of these alternative religions, we'll call them. These things line up like this. These people do the same thing. These people do the same thing. These people do the same thing. And I'm like, all right, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, all right, this has to be rooted in something greater than movie or story mumbo jumbo if all of these beliefs line up like this and we're all doing the same practices um you know uh and i like to reference this is super random i know but one of the things i like to reference is for all of the cultures like you mentioned aztecs earlier and then mm -hmm. um other cultures from either around the same time or before like in every culture for example, like people have drawings of dragons or drawings of like these creatures or these stories. Um, at some point, these things have to be rooted in belief or fact if all of the these different individuals are doing the same thing. Um, I agree. I yeah. agree. I know um, in regards to Mexican history, there's a lot of focus on the Aztec culture. Um, but, you know, even doing a little bit of digger deeping into that, the Aztecs themselves were colonizers and they were colonizing other communities around them. And they were, um, you know, forcing their beliefs onto these smaller um, communities. And they were also adopting some of the beliefs of those communities into their own belief system. And when you, you know, when you start going down that path, you kind of just start to see how all all these beliefs, all these cultures, all these communities become a big, you know, like melting pot. And it's really hard to pinpoint yes. exactly where anything comes from. Exactly. Um, and you see that now, even in Brujeria, a lot of, a lot of practices now are kind of a, a mixture of, you know, this pre-Hispanic era 
but have also now adopted some of the beliefs or or rituals of um, Spanish culture, of, of mm-hmm. colonized culture. Right. And some of the symbols that we see, some of the practices that we see are are just a big blend of both. Um, I know like in Brujeria, a very uh, controversial figure is Santa Muerte, which is Saint Death. And the Catholic Church, you know, is very, at least in Mexico, is very open about denouncing this figure. And and she represents all that is bad, all that is cast away from the church. Um, But we look at Santa Muerte and who is she? Well, she is the patron saint of death. For who? For society outcast. She is the patron saint of death for, you know, your addicts, um, your sex workers, the homosexual community. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she kind of takes under her wing um, these rejects of society, basically, right? Right. Um, But you look at at her as a figure, and she's, you know, a a feminine figure, a skeletal figure wearing a robe. Well, where else do we see that? And where where do we see a feminine figure in the same robe? Well, you look at um, La Virgen de Guadalupe, the Virgin Mary. Mm -hmm. Very similar, a feminine figure. Only in her case, she's taking in, you know, the the people who need her, the the impoverished community, people who have lost faith. And she represents life and love and hope for people who are trying to make their way under under this this religion that is socially acceptable. Right. But but it's so ingrained in the culture that it's very common that for, you know, for people in Mexico to be atheist and still hold on to crosses and and have faith in the Virgin Mary. So where does this all stem from? How deep does this go? Mm-hmm. So and it's just all it's all really just an interesting blend. I don't think that you can ever really pinpoint right where anything begins. Um yeah, that's damn near not possible. The further we go on, the the lesson the stuff just all gets blended together and like you said before with the access to the internet and everything it's it's become easier to like start mixing these things up depending on who it is that posted the the article posted the posted the source material and it is dangerous it is dangerous uh for the hell of it there have been two scenarios where i've gone online like doing my own research mm-hmm. and um Oh, excuse me. Um, and I found two vastly different things. One of them was the practice of uh, using an egg in order. I think someone, a, a girl either like posted a TikTok video or or something or posted a picture of herself after doing a practice of trying to cleanse herself of negative energy mm-hmm. using an egg. And her and her sister cracked like the yolks and they showed themselves cracking the yolks. Mm-hmm. into a glass and they were normal eggs but one sister the yolk came out looking normal ish and the other one ended up like the yolk just ended up looking super duper crazy mm-hmm. and then someone posted a link like to what the practice was and what it was that they were doing and i had to ask myself like all right is the person that wrote this an actual person that practices this i hope it wasn't vice or some shit like that but mm-hmm. when you put when you put information out there like that regarding rituals or practices, like there's a chance that people are just going to end up 
doing something and probably not doing it right. So that was, I think that first one was tied to brujeria in in, in some way. And mm-hmm. then the second one, um, do you fuck around on Reddit at all? A little bit, yes. Okay, so this is where it gets dangerous because uh, there's certain uh, subreddits where people will post like rituals that they are are aware of, mm-hmm. and there's certain people. I'm not gonna say of what ethnicity they are, but they hop on like, yeah, just post and I'll try it. I'll do it. Just post the steps. Let me know what I need. Let me know what I need to do. Let me know where I need to go. And there's people hopping on and doing these things not knowing what the fuck they're getting themselves into um whether they're actually doing it or not who knows but sometimes they hop on and if someone posts a certain ritual they'll they'll be like daredevils and they'll record themselves doing the things and the after effects and how they feel and what's going on in their house or in the space that they did it in which i think is also dangerous so not only are people getting their information from like articles that are written by by um, sources that anyone can access but they're also getting it from everyday people who might not have the right information and they're trying shit just to do it it's a with that melting pot of new information and practices which can be a good thing like uh, there's also stupidity as well it's like yo don't i'm black so i don't be i don't, I don't really be fucking around with shit if that makes sense i'm like Mm-mm, nope nope um because i was just raised very superstitiously you know, yeah. I think just as a person of color, like my grandmother just doesn't fuck around kind of similarly to like when you were talking about uh, your family members and stuff. She won't even watch scary movies because she's just like, no, I don't want to I don't want that energy in here. Just turn that off. And in a way, just seeing how older members of the community or family members that are older than us and whatever react to these things kind of shows how real they can be and also how heavily colonized our beliefs are where we aren't even willing to like glance at it you know but that's neither here or there um but i i have no further questions um this has been phenomenal and i really appreciate you popping in to talk to me about these things that you hold so dear to yourself and i did what i could to like kind of give you the floor uh so that you could so that you could just go and say what you needed to and i think i've learned a lot from it and i want to say that i appreciate you oh uh yeah thank you for the the opportunity i thought this was really i I mean i was glad you reached out i thought this was really interesting um you know i love talking Mm -hmm. about these things so i'm I'm glad you you were able to pick up a thing or two for sure for sure is there anything you want to you want to plug at all on the podcast like if you want to say your your ad name or something like that like or any projects or anything you're working on you can definitely do that as well I want to give you the floor. Uh, If anyone wants to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, I go by Filth Goddess after my favorite. That was hilarious. I'm (laughs) sorry. Not to cut you off, but the ding kicking in after you said Filth Goddess was just. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, you can find me at Filth Goddess on Instagram. You can find me um, on Filth Goddess on Twitter as well. Uh, On Twitter, it's going to be Filth Goddess underscore because someone took the freaking username. Mm -hmm. Um, but you can find me on there Uh, I am currently actually working on a women's um, it's funny that you mentioned that because I'm actually working on a women's uh, spiritual health magazine 
Amazing. Um, so that's still in the works. But if you want to follow the social media for that, that's at the hydrated honey, uh, honey, H U N N Y. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I've got going on right now. Phenomenal. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, that's it. And there you have it. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the episode, um, as much as I enjoyed having the guests on. I know the format was a little bit different, but everything will return to normal by the next episode. So don't worry and don't trip out. It's all good. I want to give one more shout out to Ariel, Arcadia and Andrea for swinging by and giving me some of your time. That means more than, you know, and I just realized that all of their names start with a and there's a triple A in joke in there somewhere. But I'm gonna let us laugh for now. Um, in the meantime, um, I hope you guys take care of yourselves. Uh, there's a lot going on. Be safe. And I'm going to drop it one more time just because.